Two Nerds and a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, this is Body Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds and a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I am Ernie. And I am the ever-loving movie nerd, uh, Robert, over here, ready to rock and roll. Oh, gosh. Well, mostly rock, maybe not so much roll, or maybe roll and not so much rock. I'm not really sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. We are. (laughs) We had so much fun doing one of this that we didn't realize (laughs) that we were, what, an hour four? (laughs) We were an hour and and 30 minutes of of pure movies for only half a year, which is good, but still. I'm I'm hoping our listeners aren't like, oh, my gosh, fast forward, fast forward. (laughs) (laughs) All we want to know is your votes for each month. We don't care about your drivel. <laughs> oh, uh, get to it! <laughs> oh man, it's well, great. We're times. giving you, we're giving all of our fans their money's worth in this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we got to give you your money's worth. So we have, we're going to continue right where we left off in my, well, and your personal favorite month, August. August. Yes. Well, Talk just, about going back to school. You know, that's all happening. The end of the summer break for kids and college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for us working Joes, it's just another month. It is, but this month is my birth month and falls on the cusp of your birth month. So it is a very special month towards the end of it. Yes. So let's see how it starts off. That August 6th uh, release date, right? We have it's a very strange release date, right? Yeah, August 6th for these two flicks. One of them has been, I want to say, shrouded in mystery. And the other one was like, there's four of these already? Now, I liked the first two of these, of one of these. Um, the third one was kind of... Eh. So- yeah, the, the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, and, and now the fourth, where, where, what, what, what's, what's left? Well, you got to think of it, right? Like the first one was was arguably the best one, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, that was about you know father daughter relationship. The father letting the daughter like grow up and be you know a young woman, right? Right. Absolutely, good story, good a characters. Great story, yeah. Daughter's and hot, then, you know, all the good stuff. Oh my god. So <laughs> then the second one, it was. Well, we're going to fast forward, and the daughter now has a kid and in-laws, and we want these worlds to collide. Again, not bad. Characters were still good. I felt yeah. there was a lot of dynamic and a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So still not a bad movie. I mean, it's a cartoon, for God's sake. What are you expecting? Yeah, but but it, it's an Adam Sandler-like franchise, so it has sure. to have a little bit of heart. And, you know, he likes to be, you know, he likes the sappiness about, like, you know, family dynamics and things like that, like all his movies are, right? When he has uh, a family, and he's a big fan of family, and I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, the third one, it was, all right, you know what? Everybody's got their life going on and everything else, but we got to find him, like, a new wife. And I guess it's, I guess Adam Sandler's kind of, like, pitching that to, like, these, you know, divorcees or in this case widowers um you know trying to be able to like move on to something right like letting go and moving on 
See, you're still you're struggling to get through the synopsis of the plot, let alone the movie itself, which is much what like the movie is about. Yes, I mean, and of course, yeah, it yeah. takes place on a cruise. Um, but I mean, there's some there's some things in there for the adults, of course, like the you know some of the songs in there. You kind of eye roll like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. do, why do you bring that one back, right? Well, that is the thing with that movie. It is. In general, a general giant eye roll. And that's, of course, so people know what we're talking about here at any point. Hotel Transylvania trilogy Part they four. are coming out with. So give me, give, me, give me the insights of this, Robert, and I'll tell you my feelings of it. What Unf- could they possibly do? Unfortunately, we know next to nothing. All we <laughs> – I know. It sucks. But there is a trailer. It is starring, shockingly, I know, Adam Sandler. Um and they, which is it, the weird thing is, is the whole him looking for a date thing was this, uh, Transylvania three, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's basically the trailer they're showing is for three, not for four. So I'm kind of like, guys, you're giving the wrong trailer for the wrong movie. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're doing right, here. I'm going to go so, on nothing. a limb. I'm going to go nothing. out on a limb here. It and is PG again. You, you want to know what my limb is? Go ahead. All right. My limb is is that he's going to have another kid. Uh, oh, the my whole, God. I'm old. Could... I'm remarried, and I'm having another kid. I wish I could say you were wrong, but I really do believe you are probably right. Yeah, because – That is a I... very known trope, unfortunately. So, so you're going to have Dracula, who marries a Van Helsing – and then has a kid together. So it's going to be like a day, I guess a day walker, right? It'll be Blade. He's giving birth to Blade, in other words. That's perfect timing for it anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd say why not? And of course, I'm pro- and I'm pretty sure that the Samurai Jack guy is doing this movie also, which That's I think true. is a good thing. They don't really say. All they say is starring Adam Sandler. Yeah. So I, I will say this is going to be a good start of the month poll, but... I don't know what this second one's going to do. I'm going to go through the list here, but this is the, because the the is important. Yes. The Suicide Squad. Or the, depending on what part of the country you're from. That is true. That is true. Now, we are talking about the James Gunn version of what happened before with David Ayer. And this, at least looking at the poster, there are at least 18 ridiculous zero level super <laughs> anti-hero crappy characters come like, on like, polka dot man you really gotta do that right okay. the best one out of the entire group is i care about king no. shark yes yeah, that's that's the one I care about out of all this. So you can see how low the bar is. So you have, and I'm going to go through this. You have Colonel Rick Flag, like um, it. the polka dot man, as you mentioned, King Shark. Um, yeah. I don't. TDK, IDK. I'm not even sure. <laughs> Javelin. Go on, keep going. Blackboard, Black Dart. I can't even. Maybe Black something. I don't know. Uh, the weasel, as you mentioned, yeah. Um, uh, Sorcosoria, I don't even know what that is. Thinker, 
something savant, savant. Okay, okay, keep going, keep going. Uh, captain Boomerang, which we which yeah. we do like. We do like the captain. He was fun, and we want to know more about his pink unicorn thing. Yes, uh, the fetish. Yes, yeah. um, of course, Harley Quinn. We Harley knew she was going back. Yeah. Can't really post, complain about that. Now, this, my understanding is this is post Birds of Prey. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, so she's Not an independent. Birds of Prey. Good, I'm glad because she needs to be over that shit. All right, moving on. Um, Amanda Weiler is back, so she's not technically a villain, but she's not exactly a hero, so it kind of falls in the category. So she does count. Um, Blade Sport? Blood Sport. Blood Sport. Um, Racketeria 2? Racketeer? I can't even see these names are so weirdly done on the poster. Mongola and Peacemaker. Do you know any of these? Peacemaker is if Captain America was a bleep hole. Okay, fine and nice. Mongol, <laughs> that's what it is, Mongol. Mongol, yeah. I don't know what that is. Um, and R-A-T-E-R-T-E-H-E-R? Rat, uh, something to do with rats. He's definitely a villain has something to do with rats. Rat chaser, rat tether, rat something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, just to we know it's going to be fun. Know, the, first, <laughs> the first Suicide Squad, when, when that trailer dropped from like that Comic Con, everyone was like, "Holy cow! Look how cool that that's going to be!" Like it had like that weird chi- chilling music, the mm-hmm. "You Don't Own Me," you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then for some reason, great soundtrack. They they changed it. They changed the whole mm-hmm. movie. David Ayer pulled out, and he was like, "Look." They took over the editing. It's a completely different movie, and sure enough, it was. It's a, it's two different movies spliced together. This one is James Gunn's vision of what uh, the best stuff from that first movie. He just basically brought over and redid the whole thing. And I'm okay with that because it's a fun concept, taking these crappy villains that nobody could yeah. care about that may have read about in one comic somewhere a long time ago, bring them all together, and put I know chips the in their head. There you go. And I know the villain. I know you know the villain. We, we'll get into that in a second. Okay, Put well. a bunch of chips in their heads and say either you do this mission or your skull gets blown up. Good luck. Right. right. I like the idea. I actually enjoyed the first movie. I liked I the too. A lot of people did. It almost made yeah. a billion bucks. Yeah. So it's a good movie. I just am kind of like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it could be either too many characters or just – a lot of people are going to die. I don't know. Well, hence the title. Yes. No, I get that. But it's going to be a fun romp. I think it is. I think it's going to do better personally Look, I really, I than, really than Hotel it, Transylvania 4. I know it's going to do better than that. Well, yeah. My my thing was the only thing I really wish they would have been able to bring back was Will Smith's Deadshot. I know yeah. it's going to be Deadshot, and that's going to be awesome. It's going to be super cool. But I really liked Will Smith's take of yeah. that character. Yeah. And, of course, Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, that's a sure. slam dunk. You know? yeah, of course. Uh, she plays that character just so well. Cap- She's Captain just Boomerang was another slam dunk. No mm-hmm. one else could ever be Captain Boomerang but that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but for me, like, like this one is a little bit more exciting because this one appeals more to the DC comic. Mm-hmm. Or these are like you said, these are guys that 
who cares what happens to these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Except for like, King Shark. Except for King Shark, who's a little bit cute. Well, I don't know why they made him cute, but he's cute, apparently. Okay, I'm okay with that. Look, I like King Shark because he, I watched The Flash. and the, Oh, amazing, was, wasn't it? Uh, it was so well done. Yeah. If they can touch even a part of that King Shark, I don't I'd think be okay. Going, but... I don't think so either. I, I agree. But they can touch it a little bit. I'd be okay with that, you know? Yeah. So out of those two for August so far, we, we're definitely going to go with the, the Suicide Squad because the rest of the month is kind of meh. I'm not a huge. Well, tell me, tell me about this movie, Foster. Tell me about it. Well, it's another. It's an animated movie. So it's a very big animated movie. Um, is it Pixar? It, is it? Yeah. That's where it gets kind of strange for me. It's actually 20th Century Fox. It's another one of those. Hey, this is in the pipeline. You bought us. What do you want us to do? Who cares? Just put it out. If it makes money, it makes money. Yeah, and it doesn't even say who the people are that are going to be in it, like the voice actors at all. Um, so Do it's supposed to be have a, an idea what it is. It basically says a it's an animated movie. Foster, a young avid re- reader, is transported into a mystical world of their favorite book series. How come this sounds like something? The Neverending that, Story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, which I still still cannot watch. And I still can't bring myself to show my daughter, even though I know she would enjoy it. But that one scene would oh. wreck her world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Awful scene. Beautiful, but awful scene. Yeah. It's, it's a great movie, but yeah. <sighs> All right. So it's, I'm not really feeling that. But this next one, I think, is up your alley because I know how much you enjoyed the first one. Oh, it was so freaking hilarious. It was awesome. It's a Netflix movie, which is weird, but this time it's actually going to be in a real studio. Um, it's going to be Lionsgate is going to do the Hitman's Weiss Bodyguard. Nice. An all-star cast here. You're talking, you know, Ryan Reynolds, of course, um, Samuel Jackson's back, Salma Hayek's back. Uh, Antonio Banderas is going to uh, be, uh, uh, you know, a, a back again. So. This is definitely going to be I don't understand fun. why Antonio Banderas is not in more movies. Oh, my God. They need to go back and do more of his uh, Desperado series of movies. Are you kidding Desperado, me? Desperado, Zorro. I mean, he, come on. He does it all. Um. Oh, and this one has Richard E. Grant and Morgan Freeman as well. Ah, see, you have to pull in some A-listers, man. <sighs> Well, you gotta have Ryan Reynolds is a lister. Samuel Jackson's always a a lister. Samuel, uh, uh, Hayek is a lister. Antonio Banderas should be. But. Of all those people, how many of them have the little golden statue? That's true. That's fair enough. I can't argue the facts, but I am looking forward to this. I hope it's good. I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna do better because the first one didn't do fantastic, but it was a good romp. But yeah. it didn't do fantastic. I but, think I think that was like, hey, look, if we're not doing this movie to make an award or like be the next Die Hard franchise, they were like, I like the script, I think it's fun, let's just have fun with it and see what happens, and I think it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. So I hope it does well, but I don't think so far anything we've mentioned is going to beat the Suicide Squad. 
I don't. Well, no. there's still one more left. There is. There is. And this is an interesting one. Um, this is the Candyman. No, um, no, no, just Candyman. Just sorry. Just Candyman. Um, just- the Black Mantra actor is back. Mm. So the same dude. I'm not going to try and pronounce his name because <laughs> God help me. Um, it is billed as a spiritual sequel to the original and returns to the neighborhood where the legend began. It's a now. Yes, in Chicago. It's a now gentrified section of Chicago where the, the Karina Greenhouse project once stood. Ooh. Um, it's a cult classic, the original. So Did you ever stood. see the original in the movies? God, no. I did. And? Um, at the time, I can tell you from – historically speaking, because I was there, right, when it opened, um, it wasn't much press about it. Like you would see the trailer when you saw other movies, mm-hmm. and that was the movie you wanted to take a date to, right? Wait, you want to take the date to Candyman? Because. Okay. You know, when they get scared. Oh. Yeah. So that was the idea behind the trailer, right? And, of course, <laughs> it's a kid in that same age range that they were marketing to, right? I was old enough to go to rated R movies and take a date to, right? So that movie comes out, and it was word of mouth that basically got it, like, to the point. Like you said, a cult classic, right? Yeah. Because me as a guy watching it, it was preposterous that there was nothing scary in this movie whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the girl in the bathroom saying the name Candyman three times in the dark. Come on. How ridiculous yeah. of a premise is this? Yeah. I was I was not very excited about it, but uh, but uh, I just don't see I mean hardly I, I, I think they, they're just gonna update it, like you said. They're updating it to like be of the now, the 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 environment that we live in now. Yeah. Post internet, you know, that type of stuff. Fine. Better special effects. Probably even more gruesome ways of people, you know, seeing their demise. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, the suicide is my choice, just because I think it's the best of. I think I, I think movie wise, yeah, the the Suicide Squad is probably gonna break the banks. I think everyone realizes that because DC fandom that arguably got the best, most positive reactions, even mm-hmm. more than the Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, good luck to them. I hope uh, I hope they do get uh, uh, all all the monies because I think it's going to be fun. Um, I don't even know if I want to talk about September. I mean, it's your, it's your birth month, but birth my month. God, what a depressing month. month. The One man mo- from Toronto. It sounds like the most boring like movie title ever. Is it like a placeholder for like a better title? I hope so, but no. What happens when the world's deadliest assassin, known as the Man from Toronto, and Teddy, New York's biggest screw-up, are mistaken for each other in a rented Airbnb? They're forced to team up and save the day. This is targeted to millennials. It has to be targeted toward millennials, man. Only millennials would find this type of script interesting. Well, here's the interesting thing. You ready for this? Tell me. Tell me the interesting part. In 1933... There is a film of the same name. Haven't we already done these movies? I don't know. 
It's going to have Woody Harrelson in it. Does that help? Okay, Woody helps a little bit. So that might draw my attention to the movie. Will I pay the 13 or $18 to see it, though? It's a hard R, so, I mean, I think it's supposed to be kind of like comedy-ish, maybe? I, I, I don't know. Is it going to be Born Identity, or is it going to be like... It's going to be slapstick. There's the New York's biggest screw-up. It's going to be slapstick with a so, lot of shooting. So what I'm thinking, it's going to be... A bad version of uh, the Jackie Chan movies. I was going to just say that. What yeah. was that called? I don't remember. That's why I said that. Uh, Rush Hour. Rush, Rush Hour. Hour, yes. Bad version of Rush Hour without the... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't there, wasn't there like a couple of those movies where... Oh, yeah. There's like four Rush Hour movies, wasn't there? Yeah. They've been talking about making another one, too. What? They're so old now. They can't do that stuff anymore. I know. But, all right. So Halloween. We skipped, we skipped to October. Yeah, that's all there is for September. We're not skipping over anything, guys. That was literally it. That was literally it for September. So, October has a good selection of stuff. Oh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Okay. But, we know it's going to take it, but I I want you to tell me because I already have. If you allow me two minutes, please go ahead. But you, I want you to go first with the first movie on the list. Look, never read the books, didn't see the first movie because everybody said it was boring as poop. It was supposed to be beautiful to watch. I know nothing about the story at all. I failed as a nerd, but Dune is back my grandmother read these books that kind of turned me off it right then and there when i was a kid my grandmother was reading these books i felt some sort of way about that it's like my grandmother's reading how cool could they actually be but they are bringing it back i have seen a trailer for this it does look pretty cool but it's like i'm gonna say it's a science fiction fantasy Basic based movie, but it's really a political thriller. That's my feeling on it, and that's just from the trailer. So go ahead and have your two minutes, sir. So uh, I was around when the first movie came out, and the press that came out before it was immense. It was the director for that movie was supposed to direct Return of the Jedi, and he turned down Return of the Jedi, which we all knew. Because based on Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi was going to be better. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be a monster success. And he turned it down because he wanted to do Dune. And the thing about it was that he was given like creative license to create this whole world from these books, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the original cut of that movie was like six hours. That was another side, downside for me, yeah. I don't know. I'm and he had to trim it down to a svelte three hours. Jeez. And then Which also turned me off it. And, and then to get into the U.S. market, he had to trim it down to even a leaner two hours and like forty minutes or something like that. So did, the, did you get your hands on the original six-hour version or not? I, I don't even know. I think they did release it, but I'm like, why would you punish yourself with that, right? That's yeah. like longer. Like back when I was a kid, there were there were movies that were long. The Ten Commandments mm-hmm. were long. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, they were. It was, the yeah. Godfather's a long movie. <laughs> you know, those are like those are like epics, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you expect them to be. And let me tell you, Dune is like all over the place. You have narration from all these characters. 
and and here's the thing, me loving sci-fi at the time, because I at the time I was probably nine or ten when the movie came out, and I professed to be like a fan of science fiction. And I watched it, and I'm like, yes, this is science fiction, but like I don't like this science fiction. Like I don't like <laughs> yeah. this. Unfortunately, considering what else is coming out in this month. I think it's going to take it for nostalgia's sake from those weird nerds who actually really, 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 really enjoy it. If you were in nerd circles after that movie came out and you were like, I didn't like Dune, they were like, how can you not like Dune and say you like sci-fi? You have to like it. Kind of like Blade Runner. You're required, yeah. Yeah. If you didn't like Blade Runner, then you really weren't into sci-fi. I'm like, yes, but it was boring for me as a kid to watch it. Mm -hmm. I just watched it because I knew it was Han Solo in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And and they all were like, oh, it has this deeper meaning. Like in that first movie, it was all about this religious overlay in in science fiction, and this guy becoming like the next like you know Messiah, the chosen one, and all this stuff. And I'm like, holy cow, this is like really really insane. You had Patrick Stewart in the movie. Everyone's got these weird blue eyes. You know, it's 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 insane. It's an insane movie with these worms and these mm-hmm. uh these weapons that use your your voice you know as weapons but there's so much sand and it's coarse and it's irritating and it gets everywhere dude let me tell you i and look i can do the kessel run but i'm not transporting your damn spice for you okay there's a cost that comes with that oh the spice and being one with the spice and he controls the spice and and I'm like, what is this now? And the narrations, you have the weird, creepy girl. You have like these – and there's, and these women are shaving their heads bald. And I was like, this is bananas. Yeah. I, I, this is just way beyond me. So – oh, and by the way, Sting was in the movie, which was also another big draw at the time, <laughs> right? Because yeah. it Sting. was like at his height of popularity He's before still- he started making those really bad songs of the 90s. And – uh. Yeah, yeah, but so, Sting is an icon. It's like David Bowie, you know? Yeah, His music yeah. may not always been the best, but it's David frickin' Bowie. And and you know what? Those guys were always credited as doing, like, being the first, like, out of the gate. Like, you know, now everyone's talking about, oh, look at this guy wearing a dress. I'm like, David Bowie was doing that in the 60s. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean, groundbreaking? <laughs> like, we've yeah. already had one of these already. There's no such <laughs> thing, not anymore. Yeah, so I think Dune, honestly, is gonna going to be forced down our throat. Because it has that type of like push and pull, and people who didn't see the original one or who weren't old enough to see it in the movie theaters, um, I think it's going to be one of those movies where like opening weekend really good and then huge drop off. Yeah, where people are like, what the f- was that? Yeah. <sighs> All right, so obviously it is October, so you are going to have something with the word Halloween in it. Is it now this? Is it, it the it, Michael Myers Halloween? It, it is, actually. Oh, and it yeah. is with Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween Kills. This is the sequel to the reboot that already came out. The one that was written by Danny Daniel – Whoever. Name? Yeah, exactly. So this is a sequel to that with Jamie Lee Curtis again. I mean this – I mean, look, it's Halloween. It's Michael Myers. It's that time of year you're okay. going to go watch it. Right. So theoretically, because of the month and because of the persons in it and so forth, it could do really well for itself. Okay. I'm not a fan. I've never really, I've, I've never actually seen any of them, but I'm not a big horror person. But if it's your cup of tea, this might be the movie that takes the month because of it being October. I don't know. 
the original one doesn't hold up. Like, it's not scary anymore. As a kid, seeing it for the first time, terrifying. Yeah. Now, not so much. Now, the reboot, it's more intense because, of course, you know, it's a little bit more violent now in movies, right? Sure, right, yeah. So, I mean, it's not a bad story, but, it, I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it oh, is. I mean, you know, once again, come on. <laughs> <sighs> um. Oh, your boys are back. The Last yeah. Duel? Yes, your boys. My boys. Who are Matt? my Matt Damon and Ben Affleck star. Okay, okay, keep going. It's a 14th century France historical piece, oh. which is based on a real story, oh. which um, he, basically he uh, follows a man, Knight Jean D. not even going to try and pronounce that, who goes to war and returns to discover his squire has raped his wife. Um, no one Please believes tell me these guys are not going to try to feign a French accent. I, I don't know, but I, I don't know, but they are going to fight in a duel to the death to fi- decide his former friend's fate. It was the last legally sanctioned duel in France. Okay, you know what? He won an Os- They both won Oscars before. And Jodie Comer is going to play the girl. Who? The- Jodie C O M E R Comer. Have I? Do I know who she is? Probably not. But it is Johansson wasn't available. I don't know. But it was directed by Ridley Scott. Okay, you got me. <laughs> Sir, Rid- and it has a hard. Sir Ridley is doing it, and it is a hard R. All right, I'm in. Yeah. So I'm that in. might take some. That might take some moments. You know, some yeah. French people slicing heads off. I, who knows? I, I may have to look past the French part, but yeah. I mean, again, since it's Ben and not because we don't like French movies, but because if it's Ben and Flack. Oh, that's right. We do have a French following. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> it's not that it's French. It's that we really want to see Americans doing fake French accents. That's, that's just the awful. Part, that's the part that bothers me the most. <laughs> Be careful. Okay. These, these guys are from Boston, the inner Boston. city of Boston. Yeah, right? there's no way they're going to pull there's off. There's no way they're going to pull off. They're going to destroy okay. your guys' uh, language. You guys just... are going to hate us even more after this movie probably. <laughs> Ridley, I mean, he was able to, like, you know, Ridley Scott put a whole bunch of British people into, like, Roman gladiators. True. He he has the ability. So we, we can see. We, 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 I'm not saying it's be bad. It's just that it has a few things it has to overcome. Ridley. I guess I guess he kind of – I guess he's tired of getting beaten up over this whole alien controversy, right? Yeah, probably. Poor guy. Can't get over himself. All right. The next one's for you, sir. I couldn't give two flying figs, but this is all you. Snake Eyes. This is based off the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. It is a spinoff of the big G.I. Joe franchise. So this is in the same universe as the G.I. Joe movies that have already been out. It is them trying to build a universe. He's the silent ninja commando, and it's going to be played by Henry Golding, Crazy Rich Asians and Last Christmas. He's going to be the ninja. Uh, the silent, deadly uh, assassin, um, never reveals his face, never speaks, nope. and stands nope. ap- apart. Yep. Um, he has his pet wolf with him, of course. Awesome. Uh, uh, Evan Stilapopoulos, the writer wow. of the live-action Disney movie Beauty and the Beast, wrote the script. Um, so maybe it's PG-13, so... Mm. 
It has what seems like a very international cast, so maybe it's Paramount Pictures. Look, the comics, the G.I. Joe comics, if anyone has ever picked one up, are head and shoulders better than anything that they put on television in the small screen. People actually died in those comics. And they released the Snake Eyes, like Storm Shadow, like series, amazing stories, right? Yeah, right. And somebody's like, why aren't these the movies? And they keep giving us the other garbage. And I get it. It's easy to, like, put Bruce Willis in as, like, you know, General Flag, you know, and, and all these other big-name actors, you know, Channing Tatum and, and what is Marlon Wayans, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But for me, like, if they – all right. Stepping aside that the fact that it's PG thirteen, yeah, I think I think this might be okay. I, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I mean, it's a silent assassin ninja killer. I mean, it could be okay. Yeah, I'm it okay. could be okay. It'd be interesting if they play true to the character and don't have yeah. him speak. That would be interesting. You have to yeah. do the whole thing silent. That could be very cool. I I kind of wanted them to do Punisher Warzone with Snake Eyes. Oof. That's what I kind of wanted. No, like, no, no, no. I mean, yes, but you can't get away with that on PG-13. Give me that. Give me Cobra Commander with like oh. face shield, Destro with the with the you know the chrome the chrome mask and everything. Give me that, and yeah. just like right out the gate in the first but, five minutes, bullet to the head, right? Gone. Like we're off and running. Yeah. Oh no, no. I can't argue, but it's not going to happen. And Warzone, unfortunately, wasn't that successful. No, no, even though it was the truest interpretation yeah. of the character. Love the movie, but all right. So for October, there's only one movie left, and I just I just shudder. I'm it's just sad. it depresses me. It depresses me. It's sad, and my daughter loved that animated version. Well really? not love. She liked it. She was like, It was good, that's what she said. It doesn't sound but, too good, but yeah. But like f- for me, when I watched it, I'm like, I I just can't. I can't have no. the same attachment to it that I did the live action ones. Well, and I'll tell you this: the Adams Family live action movies, none of them were bad. Like, it's difficult to say that about any. I mean, except maybe Star Wars and maybe Lord of the Rings, but they've made more movies than some of them were crap after the fact. Every live action Adams Family movie they made was good. Yeah. It had a good story. It was creepy. It was very Adamsy. But you know what? It, it all had the same theme. It's always about family. Of and course. they have a great family. The husband just loves his wife. Sure. Wife loves the husband and the family. Never, never does anything wrong to anybody else. However, everybody else is like, you know, really the monsters. <laughs> exactly. Know? And I'm fine with that. And that was a yeah. good concept. And it was an enjoyable thing. I mean, you know, um, so they want to do the, the animated one. They don't really have huge amount of story on the story plot line, but something about a movie – Someone trying to destroy their house or some nonsense. I don't know. I, I don't care. So we really have three a three-way possible tie here. Maybe even four. It's going to be a rough month for October. All right. Tell me what your thoughts are for October. So, again, so I'm going to say that the one that comes out on top is going to be Halloween Kills because it may start off slow because it comes out on the 15th. But by the time the 31st rolls around, everybody, their sister, their cousin will have seen it multiple times just to get the cheap thrill for Halloween of getting scared out of their ass. Dune is going to do well in the nerd crowd, but nobody else is going to give a poop. 
Snake Eyes is going to do really well in G.I. Joe crowd, but nobody else is going to give a poop unless they do it super well. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's the best Black Widow movie ever. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Red Sparrow beat Black Widow. Uh, you know, I thought we would have seen Black Widow before we saw Red Sparrow. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and then I'd say Last Duel might have a hot chance if it turns out to be very period piece and very kind of – yeah, it's about the last duel, but there's a lot of other stuff going on. It's very slickly done, and it's cool old France, but in a new light maybe, but hey, it's been fun. I think what he's trying to do uh, – uh, so go on. So what are you saying? What are you saying takes the top? Halloween kills? Uh, uh, no, I'm going to say Halloween kills because of the month. Okay. It's situational. All right. So I'm going to say that money-wise, it's going to be Dune. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think people are going to go are going to enjoy the last duel in the same way that people enjoyed seeing Gladiator. Interesting. If it's stylized like Gladiator, then maybe yeah. yes. Because I enjoyed Gladiator. It was a good piece, but it had a modern feel, even though it was a classic piece. Yes. You know, he took, that. A, yeah. he took enough of history from that time frame, even though he took a lot of grief. With his creative licensing, right? Sure. About the lineage of like how these uh, Caesar families, like, yeah, really how they really ruled and everything. But I think like if he's trying to capture that again is what I think. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's going to happen. So this might be an Oscar contender. Yeah. It could be. It could be. I'm, I'm not going to argue. It could be. I'm hoping it is in that vein, but I, I, don't, I, I, think I don't know. the average Joes like you and I, I think we're going to have fun watching Snake Eyes. Yes. I think it's going to be a fun movie if it's not too cornball. I hope they take more from the comics than they did from the TV show. Yeah. Because even the TV show makes fun of the TV show. I mean, come on. Yeah. I was watching – I don't know if you ever watched the show Community. Yes. Oh, fantastic show. Did you watch it all the way through to the end? No, I didn't finish it off. Finish it off. It's worth it. It's so worth it. Oh, it's hilarious. I wasn't even sure I was going to like it, but I love the – Abed is just amazing. Anywho, they make fun of G.I. Joe in this as well. It's awesome. It's <laughs> it's the best thing ever. It's like, yes. <sighs> okay, okay, so now yeah, November – Starting to get into the holidays. You know, people are starting to think end of the year. We so made it. Big. Hopefully by then we're out of the pandemic. Everybody's like, you know – out of the movies, eating at restaurants again, and everything else, you know, fingers getting crossed. ready to, you know, fingers crossed, right? Fingers crossed. You got three big, and I mean yes. huge franchises hitting this month. It's going to yeah. be a three-way duel where some movies that actually might be decent are going to get overlooked, unfortunately. It's going to be, oh, do you see that there's an X movie coming out? Let's go see that. And then this other movie, but I'm over here, and I'm actually really interesting and good, but nobody's going to pay attention to me. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what this month is going to be eclipsed by. So there's two of those movies, in my opinion. I, do you see two movies that are going to get completely eclipsed that actually might be better than the rest of the movies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it starts off the month with Elvis. And I think if it's done well and it's about the life and times of Elvis Presley, it hasn't really been played to death. They really haven't done biopics. Um uh, Austin Butler is going to be playing the king of rock and roll, and it basically – it's, you know, uh, Tom Hanks is going to play his manager for gosh sake. Oh, the colonel. He's playing the colonel, huh? He's playing the colonel. I mean, so come on. 
I, it's going to be hate good. It. I don't yeah. hate the idea. I think it's I think it's good that we keep because I remember when he died. I'm that old. I remember when he died. It um, does make you really old, Jesus. I never, I never saw any of his concerts. Like, and right. the thing was, my parents weren't big Elvis fans, but there are a couple of his songs that were kind of cool. Oh yeah, well, and the thing is, is you think about the movies. Um, um, and he's been done. Kurt Russell did him very well in that made-for-TV movie. Right. Well, and there's been a few of these types of movies uh, that have come out. Age did him. If they do it in the line of like the Ray, Ch- Ray Charles movie or yeah. the Walk the Line movie, oh yes, yes, it will be really good. But it's not going to because you kind of felt bad for Johnny Cash, like oh god, he yeah. did, like yeah. he lived his songs. You know? Oh yeah, well and that's the thing. Um, but it's going to get totally, totally eclipsed mm-hmm. by something. It's pr- and I'm not a fan of this. I will tell you right now, and I'm a Marvel oh. guy. I am not looking forward to this. Eternals. Is coming out the same day, but here's where it's going to be the trick, and here's why it's going to be really good. It's going to have your girl in it, Angelina, the other one, Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. and she's an Oscar winner. Yeah, Oscar award winning. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that dinner. Richard Madden's going to be in it. Salma Hayek's going to be in it. Salma, yeah, another ex of mine. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, Don Lee. Okay. Lauren Ridloff. So it's going to have a good cast, and it's going to be Chloe Zaho is directing it. Uh, she's the uh, the writer. I don't know if you saw that one. She directed that one. Oh, she's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think she, it's going to be good, actually. I think it's going to be Joel. It is PG-13, so, you know. There might be a, a head that falls off somebody by accident somewhere. It's I'm possible. Think, I'm thinking it's going to be an interesting. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting departure from the other Marvel movies. Yes. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Again, I'm not like thrilled by it, but hey, it's a Marvel movie. I'll go see it. Why not? But it does have some top hot competition, um, and this is actually Ooh. a really important one. Yes. Out of these, out of these movies, and this is fantastic piece and where to find them. Three. This is literally the most important of these movies. This is the timeline connector. This is the rise of Lord Voldemort. Okay. But Depp tr- is out. Depp is out. But that's fine because he's, you know, he he did his stuff and he's, you know, gone. Whatever. Fine. Oh, I, I don't know. I still. I think there's going to be some backlash about that. Oh, there will be. But um, they have Eddie Raymond to get it back, and it's going to be David Yates going to be directing it. It's going to be PG-13. Um, they don't really have uh, – the Eddie Raymond is, is a big fan. People love Eddie as, as Newt. Um, David, David Yates is coming back as the director, um, and there will be parts four and five as well. So it's going to have continuity at least. But I think it's an important one because it's going to start really talking to the rise of Voldemort, and everybody wants to know what he did. You know, yeah. they never say what he did; they just right. said he was awful. That's yeah, all he, that they know. can't speak of it. They exactly. Speak. So people are going to go see it just because that. And Potterheads are wonderful people, but they're absolutely insane. And, and I <laughs> hope I hope they give Rowling a pass. Just I hope so. Her, yeah, for all her, of her. Let her enjoy this. Like, this is still her creation, right? Yeah, at the I end mean, of the day. 
she's getting the Lucas treatment right now. That's why Lucas doesn't make movies anymore. There you go. He's like, I'll make movies for my own family to see. In my own studio. Screw you guys. I'm taking my movies and I'm going home. (laughs) Now, now when you read the title of this next movie, what do you think it is? King Richard? I'm thinking it's Shakespearean, like... I'm thinking uh, Sir Ian McKellen, yeah. like, quoting Shakespeare, like, holding a skull in his hand. Right, yeah. Wouldn't you, though? It's not. What? It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's Will Smith about the tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams from their father and coach, Richard Williams. So, King Richard. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I am just done. I don't like this trickery, this trickeration. I'm like, what the? Who, who's, like, who's sitting around? Well, I can tell you this. Venus and Serena, who I think are neighbors of ours over here, um, <laughs> you know, they're probably like sitting, looking at the waves, you know, from their, from their, uh, from their living room on the beach there. Um, and they're probably thinking, you know how, you know how we can make some extra coin? Let's make, Let's make a movie about, about her dad. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. It's it's very strange. I don't get oh, it. And we why get does it... our dad, Will Smith? There you go. Yeah, it's a PG thirteen, which I found kind of odd for a film about tennis. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking also like tennis, like that's kind of a hard sell. Like not too many it's... tennis movies have ever been like overly popular. Yeah, so I'm not really worried about that movie being uh, eclipsed by everything. Like else. imagine the studio exec, and he's like. He doesn't want to do it, but he knows he has to. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be, right? He has to sign that check. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I would – that's the part of movies I would absolutely hate. Yeah, I know. That That's – yeah, because of who you know. Yeah. So as, as we mentioned, um, there is three big um, – I don't know if you get much bigger than this one. This is this is huge. Um, and where Eternals may not hit it off with the fans because people may not know what the Eternals are and the trailers may or may not be good if there's Angelina Jolie in it. And if she's an alien, it might make it really good or really not. The trailers will make or break that movie, I feel. Fantastic Beasts, the Harry Potter heads, they're going to go out in droves to see it because no matter what the author does, they're going to go see the movies and don't even lie that you will. This has a huge fan base across genre and, and it has and literally it's generational. It's a generational is. family. But it but it also fits into a lot of the new people too. A lot of new kids can get it because you can get into these movies and you don't have to see all of them. You really don't. I've lived it in my house with my father growing up. Those Mission Impossible reruns were always on. The oh, music, yeah. the intro, the little oh, yeah. the little fuse going across the bottom oh, of the screen. Yeah, yeah. And so. Oh gosh, it'll it's, never end unless until this guy actually dies in real life. We yeah. will always get these movies. Now you have to remember, it's still Paramount Pictures. It's still Tom Cruise, and you got to remember, he's just coming out of also doing the new Top Gun movie, which we talked about in the last episode. Which I, I think he didn't want this to happen to have his two franchises in the same year. Right, but oh well, screw you, Tom. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna be famous, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> here's some more money for you. here's some more do it do it Tom do it 
He's Scrooge McDuck. You know that, right? He yeah. swims in money. <laughs> I tell you what. So obviously Elvis is going to be a, is going to win lots of awards because it's going to be great music, great acting, but nobody's yeah. going to give a shit. Unfortunately, part of my may friend. Get, you may see an Oscar nomination for yeah. like, you know, makeup or costume or, or music. Yeah. Yeah. But the Eternals, Fantastic Beasts, and Mission Impossible are really where the big money's going to be at. The question is, who pulls ahead out of those three? It's really difficult because they have really different audiences. That's the problem. Potterheads will go back and see the movie over and over and over again just to catch every single little piece of moment that they think they missed. So they're going to build up the money because they're just going to go back to it over and over and over again. Eternals, if the trailer hits and if the Marvel heads get into it, and if Angelina Jolie really pulls off whatever character she's playing really well, then it could be amazingly good and win the day. Or it could be a complete flop. So very questionable there. Mission Impossible has been a steady kind of every year or two you get one. It's Tom Cruise. He's going to do crazy stuff. And he's but they're planes. bringing back Henry Cavill, who was very well received in the last movie. Very true. So that could help. So I don't know. I mean, what you do have you to think? pick something. You have to. Pick something. All right. I'm not going to go with the tradition of of being a Marvel hit on this one. I'm not going to pick the Marvel because I really don't feel it's going to be. I don't. I don't feel it's going to pull it off because I don't think anybody knows or cares what the Eternals are. It's a bunch of gods whining about their eternal life is not something people are going to be interested in. I think I'm going to be a Potterhead today, and I'm going to say Fantastic Beast is going to win it. Despite the controversy, people are going to be all in for Voldemort and what happens with him. And hopefully we're all about, come on, show me the Voldemort. Show me young Voldemort at the height of his power. Come on, people. Let's see some wizarding shit, flying pieces, and everything going crazy. Let's do it. That's what I think. I, I think historically these movies um... – the Fantastic Beast movies, I think the way they performed is they're long running. They hold like the drop off from week over week is not that as bad. Right. So I think they're going to come out as being the money winner. Mm-hmm. But I think more people are going to talk about the Mission Impossible movie because that's one of those movies that appeals to a larger audience. Mm. But it's going to not have the staying power. So it's going to be opening weekend, second weekend, and then huge drop-off. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. I don't even think the Eternals – I think the Eternals is just like reminding us that Marvel's still – you know, Disney's still making Marvel movies. I'm just depressed by them. Yeah, the the Marvel cinematic releases this year are just kind of disappointing. I'm more excited about their Disney Plus stuff than I am about anything they're putting in theaters. But then, you know, you have this Elvis movie where it could be like, you know, like you said, the walk the line where it's like it comes out and it doesn't do horrible. It's opening weekend. But people are like, hey, you know what? I went to go check out that Elvis movie. And you know what? It's actually really good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the dark could, horse winner. Yeah, it could, it could be like, you know, you're with, you, you know, not everyone's in the same things that we are. Into. Of course. Of like, course. You could have like you could be in a relationship with somebody and that other person's like. Yeah, I don't like the action movie. I don't like Tom Cruise movies, and I don't like the whole like comic book movies. So you're like, well, all right, um, let's let's look at Elvis then, and yeah. that's that's usually what happens, right? Sure. Yeah, it could be. It could be. And so we'll have to see. It could be the Dark Horse winner, but your pick is 
It's the Fantastic Beast. Fantastic Beast for the win. All right. So I'm going to sing in December. The reason why. I love the West Side Story. (laughs) It's one of the few Puerto Rican things in in our culture, right? There are three musicals, three music-based movies coming out in December. So it is a musical month, and I do – I love the original West Side Story. I showed it to my kids, and they were – they kind of depressed them. They were kind of young at the time. I mean, you know, it's kind of depressing, though. Dead? I was like, yeah, he dies. That sucks. Why did you show us this? I was yeah. like, sorry. Thought you'd enjoy it. Oh well. Um, hey, and the sad part is, if you watch the original, that's Shannon Tate or Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's time for a reboot of the West Side Story. I think it's yep. a good story. It's a classic. Yep. It's a traditional. You know, how much more Romeo and Juliet can you get? Mm-hmm. Um, why not? You know, I'm okay with that. You got a lot of of trilogy or quadrilogies or Sequel. whatever you want to call them, sequels coming. So Sing 2, it's going to be one of those movies that's going to either do really well or really crappy. Because hey, of the I remember our what this the little <sighs> thing was one of our reviews. I know. I believe it was you saying that it was going to tank. It was going to be awful, unwatchable, you said. I, I did. I did. I was I will admit it. I was wrong. Scarlett Joe Scarlett Johansson, Reith Witherspoon and Matthew McConaughey um, have already signed up for it. I love it. Um, it's going to be PG. It. It's going to be Garth Jennings. It's if it's anything like the first one. It's going to rock the house. Just keep doing what you did the first one. Yeah, really. I mean, that's all you need to do. Um, good story it was too, right? Oh yeah, it was fun. It was entertaining. It was a it was a mild spoof on you know all the singing shows, and it was cute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably do well. All Is right. So who's gonna go watch that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was so wrong. I'm excited about this though. Go on. I am. Depending on what they do with it, Sherlock Holmes three. Yes. I'm excited. Judd Law and Robert Downey do return. Um, Rachel McAdams is back as well. Guy Ritchie's coming back as the director. Um, such good movies. Like even in those scenes where like he's calculating how their fights are going to be even before they happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be good. Yeah. There's no real, there's no real plot yet. Um, so the game of shadows was a big success as well. So I don't see this being bad. I mean, RDJ likes doing his British accent. Yeah. He likes showing that off. It's adorable. <sighs> I saw his dad was in something that I saw recently, but I can't remember now. Robert Downey Sr. They actually thanked him in the credits, too. Uh, okay, so... I can't I remember the name of the movie, either. But go on. But go on. I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. The Matrix... I love The Matrix. I am one of the few people who actually likes all three movies. Oof. Even the speech. I oh, like the architecture. Oh, yeah. that hurts. I know. I know. I'm, I'm on the. I'm on all by myself from from a lot of people in that one. That's fine. But I mean, here's what's weird. Okay, the the Wachowski brothers, now known as Wachowski sisters, they both yep. have sex speech operations. Indeed. Good for them. Oh. Power to the people. Neo and Trinity. Are coming back. How does that work? She's. They're both dead. They're dead, people. They're dead. What are you doing here? What the uh, hell? How they, long ago did that movie come out? The third one. Dead. Uh, a long time ago. 
was it eight? No, it was before that. More than that, yeah. Six. Uh, 2006, yeah. I want to say. Okay, it could be. It could be. So we're talking 14 years have passed since that movie franchise ended, and it really didn't end. People still recycled it. Yeah. And everyone all was always looking for that next Matrix movie, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't I know guess, what you can do with this though. That's the thing is, what do you do? Yeah, like the animated stuff was cool, but even that had an end to it. Right, and I love the animated stuff. It tells like little mini stories of the Matrix. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trepidatious. I want to see, you know, Connor. I'll watch anything that has Keanu Reeves in it, anyways. We know we will. But I'm just kind of on the fence. I just like I, I want it to be good, but I really feel you finished the story. Why come back to this? Yeah, the, the, like the whole thing has been reset. Like they're building it back. What Neo pops up again? I, I don't know. I we, I, I'm just yeah. And then uh, Agent Smith, how are you gonna? Are they bringing back Agent Smith? That dude, what's his name? Hugo. If they do, I'll watch it. If they bring back Hugo, is oh, he on yeah. the list? Uh, no, he's not. Well, again, it's not complete yet. It's one of the, these are like movies that are like tentative in some respects because of everything. But I, if they so, bring him so back, your I would... rule is Matrix Four is going to be a bomb. But if they put Hugo Weaving in it, I'm there. It's Hugo Weaving. Give me a movie he's been in that's in bad. Ooh. It's a hard pull. The Hobbit. Really. Okay, but he was good in it. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to think. And the trying still to made think. a lot of money, even though you didn't like you, you didn't like it. I mean, I know, dude. I'm <laughs> hard on those three movies, man. It's fine. You ha- look, they have to live up to your expectations of Lord of the Rings. You know, I get it. That was so much of my childhood, and they just disappeared. I know, I know. I, know. I like I the animated ones much better. Much better. All right. Um. The Nightingale? Eh. Sisters, War Torn, World War Two. Oh, Florence Nightingale. Yeah. Eh. Uh, eh. Story's been done so many times. I know. I'm actually excited about this, but here's the thing. And this Go is on. my biggest argument. Okay. It's none of the original Broadway actors? No, no, I don't care about that. <laughs> the Broadway movie the Broadway show is the opposite of the book. I love the musical, but I read the book, and they ruined it. They uh, ruined the but good people movie. love that musical, man. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it, but they ruined it, and I don't like it. it was, it's not a happy story. It's dark, and it's depressing, and it's supposed to be gritty. The book is well-written by a, tr- a person who literally pulls all of his material from the original Oz books – he went through all the old books and made sure everything lined up appropriately. All the timelines, all the things. He did his research and did it right. And they just made this the full fluffy thing. And it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. I did enjoy it. I still listen to the music from it. Don't get me wrong. But I, I just I really don't want it to be a musical. I really want them to make it a dark, edgy movie that brings the Wizard of Oz back to the common man so that we can actually to have a gritty Wizard of Oz. If you do a gritty Wizard of Oz, like, did you ever see um, the Return to Oz movie, that piece of crap? Yes, I did. But what it tried to do, if it actually had, had been able to do, where it's a grittier, darker version of Oz, give me uh, that, and I would be much happier than a musical. Not Again, I will watch it, 
don't get me wrong, it will be a huge hit, and it will be the most popular movie of the Christmas season, but I really want my Dark Oz back. The true to the novel Wizard of Oz. Uh, Wicked, if you will. So it's a hard month. I mean, as, as I said, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that neither West Side Story or Wicked is going to win that month. Really? Yes. Okay. It's going to belong to the Matrix. Really? Yes. Wow. And close second will be Sherlock Holmes. I'm okay with that, but really? Yes. Wow. Okay. I mean, I would love for you to be right, but I'm I'm gonna go with what I feel is gonna be a sad but honest truth is musicals that make you feel good during the Christmas season that had an absolutely outrageous success as a Broadway musical is gonna pull it out. But I will say there is one caveat to that. Do you know what that is? The pandemic? No. Cats buttholes. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah, man. They they could they could do some Cats. awful awful work. To I them. still have not polluted my eye oh. sockets. No, with that no. Movie. not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Um, so those are the movies for December we've given you each month. Now there are some movies, um, as per the norm, that don't actually have specific release dates. Um, and so they're TBD or TBA to be announced, um, but in theory they are supposed to come out in 2021. We just don't know when. So what we're going to do for this, I'm not going to go through them all because there are a poop ton of them. What I'd like to say is what of the movies on this list are you looking forward to seeing? And because there are so many, you can go with as high as five. Okay, picking five from this list. Yes. It's a hard list to choose uh, just five. But Okay. Hold on, I'm going through it. Going through it. Now, I'm going to start so you can go through it. I'm going to say Blade. Um, mm, I want to – no, I'm not going to go with that. Mm, that's a hard – the clues on here, but I'm not. Uh, you can't know. Um, I'm gonna say Blade. I'm going to say there's some hard ones. Um, I'm gonna say oh my Spawn because I know they're gonna do that one right. They've been talking about it forever. Um, I want to see Masters of the Universe. I want to see if they can do better. I want to see if they can do better. You know what? And I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say Cowboy Ninja Viking because why the hell not? <laughs> I was actually looking at that. Please I, tell me a description of that. Um, and then my fifth and final one before I do that, The Crow. Wow. It's a hard pull, but you know what? There's so many. It. There's like eight crow movies, but really the first one. I yeah. want to see if they can do it. All right, so. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. You're not going to want to see that. It what has your it? least favorite actor in it. Benedict Cumberbatch? No, no. Slightly better. <laughs> Chris Pratt. 
Yeah, yeah, and he the has least, the least likable Chris. <laughs> yeah, um, he has a he is a government program to assist the war on terror, and his, the man is Duncan, and he has multiple personality disorder. Uh, so he's a super soldier with the abilities of a cowboy, a ninja, and a Viking. <laughs> so That's sorry. So sad, like beautiful mind movies, doesn't it? I hope not, but it is PG thirteen, so there's might be some violence. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my fun little nonsense pick. But the other four are my solid picks. I think that are going to be worthwhile to see. Ah, <sighs> okay. And I will have you note, I did overlook um, both Peter Pan and Snow White. So do note that I didn't choose either of the Disney-esque type movies. <laughs> FYI. I will start from the bottom of the list. Please go ahead, sir. Right. I tell you, it's going to be hard. And these are the movies that don't have release dates, so they may not come out at all. Okay, I'm going to say... What I'm going to – if I had to spend my money to watch. Yes. Starting from the bottom. Yes. Blade. Yeah. Uh, next, Crow. Yeah. Clue. Really? <sighs> Snow White. Really? Now, I will say this about Clue. It could be really good because of two things. Tell me. Directed by Jason Bateman. Oh, yes. Okay. And starring. So this is your Tim Curry replacement. Who? Okay. Who in your mind can't really replace, but could do as good a job as Tim Curry? Who has Stop no sell, sense of of uh, what's the embarrassment about what they do to themselves? James Corden. Close. Ryan Reynolds. Here's the interesting part. That, my friend, is a Walt Disney Pictures movie. Clue? They yeah. It's a clue. Okay. Yeah, very interesting. Now I want to see. You said Snow White, huh? Yeah, Snow White. What now, is it, Snow White? Now I'm now I'm curious because Snow White's an interesting choice for you. Why? Why? And you didn't choose Spawn. Are you just over the story of Spawn? I'm disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed again. Let's put that Fair, fair enough. Now, this is Snow White going to be um, a live-action remake, shocking, right. by Walt Disney. Yes. Um, it is going to be directed by Mark Webb. Um, so he did the Amazing Spider-Man series and the 500 Days of Summer. So, um, you like know, there's style. a possibility it could be good. I like, the, I like that style because what he did with uh, Andrew Garfield – Making a beautiful young man like unattractive is mm-hmm. well worth the pay. Sure. Uh, Benji Pasquier and Justin Paul, the duo behind the songs of La La Land and The Greatest Showman, it could wrote, wrote new songs for the movie. Ooh. And all original songs are also included in the film. So we'll see. We'll see if it if it pulls it off. And you know the reason why for me. Number one, it's the I think it's the movie that really put Walt Disney on the map, right? He won sure. Oscars for it. Sure. And for me as a kid watching it, like it was watchable and it had that little level of darkness to it. Sure. And as an adult, 
like passing it on to like my daughter even she likes it wow well there you go however she's more of a fan of the story of sleeping beauty mm. than of snow white well, at least the prince had to suffer in sleeping beauty you know yeah he had to suffer a little bit in the book he like lost his eyes and stuff i mean it was really dark you know that guy really wanted that girl yeah. um robocop uh, returns i'm surprised you weren't interested in I'm gonna I'm gonna go one better. Okay. The six billion dollar man. Oh, for God's sake! Really? I gotta see how Mark Wahlberg pulls this off because I heard about this. Really? I mean, it's Mark Wahlberg. He's he's known for his action. I'm not gonna and argue. No, I was a fan of the show. I remember when he mm. Bigfoot. Okay. Fair enough. I can't argue. It could be good. I think Robocuts can be interesting because it's actually a sequel, long do- uh, dormant. Ed Nurman actually no wrote one, this. No one is going to be able to duplicate RoboCop 1 because the director for that – literally, I remember – I don't even know how this happened. But I remember when the movie came out, and I remember seeing the movie poster, and I asked my parents. I'm like, can I go see that? And this was at a time where we were living in Spain, and the movie theater there um, – you know, if you you had to be, they still followed the rules. You know, you had to be over 17 to see mm-hmm. an R-rated movie. Well, my parents walk up to the box office window and they're just like, "Yeah, ticket for one," and they let me see it by myself. And nice. let me tell you, I watched it. It blew my mind. Like it was the most. It was like so much violence, but the violence made sense. Mm. Right. Fair enough. And, and, it, like, the special effects weren't, like, really over the top. You know, you had the, you know, the Ed 209 thing, you know, walking around. And then I told all my friends about it, and all my friends said, my parents won't let me watch it. Mm. So I was like, that 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 movie for me, like, changed the way I saw movies after that. Like, Fair enough. So, so to me, like, nothing's going to be able to replace that. And, I, and unfortunately, I did see the sequels. Mm. They're all pretty bad. Yeah. So for me, I don't want. I just like Spawn. I don't want to be disappointed, and that's why I went yeah. with this billion dollar man. Yeah, and this Masters of the Universe has that has Noah Countino, who's a star from social media. I, I I'm not feeling that. I don't. I don't like that's social media. Yeah. That's yeah. No. Iffy on that. And yeah. so, You know, my last one is my fifth mm. one. No, what is it, please? Peter Pan. <sighs> really? I have to see them yeah. right. I know it's I not going to be done right, dude. I know I love Hook so much. I mean, look, it's going to have a good... That's the end. Like, I put, like, mm. Hook is so you know what? on my list of great movies. You know, who, you know who's the second one to Hook is to me, of live-action ones? Tell me. The one with uh, Hugh Jackman. Pan? Yeah. I, I wanted could, him to. I, I wanted. I wanted. I wanted there to be a sequel. It was like so much story there. It was is a whole different version of Pan to me. It was like actually original telling of the story. I mean, like it, I want it got more. my interest when it was like the intro. All right. Well, here. Okay. Here. Wait. Let's go back to Spawn for a second. Okay. Go on. You do know who's going to be playing Spawn, right? No. This might turn you. It's not Michael B. Jordan, is it? No, no, no. Jamie Foxx. 
He's going to play Al Simmons, huh? Hmm? Ah, but to, all right. Look, nothing against Jamie Foxx. I'm not arguing. Nothing against Jamie Foxx. He won an Academy Award. He's an Academy Award winning person. Jeremy he's, Renner's going to be in it. I, I, I know he's going to be his best friend, Turncoat. And you know who it's directed by? Gosh, tell me. Todd McFarlane. Oh, my favorite cover art of all time is that Spider-Man where he's in the crouch with the webs coming out of him. Mm-hmm. If I could find that, I would literally pay a King's Ransom for it. It's going to have a hard R. Which is what the way the original one was supposed to be. Just saying, dude. I don't want to be disappointed. I, I, I hear you. Disappointed. I can't I, do it again. I, I I've had the Batman versus Spawn comics, the first run of them. I had them. <sighs> like that's how big of a fan I was of Spawn. Hey, look, dude. I I understand. I mean, that's my feeling on Peter Pan and Cinderella and Snow White. It's like I just don't want to be dis- disappointed. You know, I I don't want to be disappointed. I will watch them when they hit, you know, Disney Plus, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that risk. But again, that's just me, you know. I mean, the clue I will see that because you know what, I love Ryan Reynolds. Like anything Ryan Wait. Reynolds is in, he's so self-effacing and just so willing to do anything. Well, I mean, I'm wondering if they're gonna do the different endings that you have to go and. I hope they do it in some form or fashion because that was fun as all get up i would love that you can see ryan reynolds doing that scene as the butler well, what really happened yeah. was but actually i mean come on i can totally see that you know i mean he's he's freaking deadpool for god's sake I mean, well the, no the other part about that original clue movie is you look at the stars that were in that movie and the characters they were playing oh, yeah wasn't it a great ensemble oh. cast oh it was fantastic oh absolutely yeah. Um, but yeah, he does actually have another movie that was supposed that's supposed to come out in July, um, Free Guy, but it's been kind of postponed. Yeah, it did. Like, I think they dropped it. When did they drop that movie? That trailer? I they, a while ago, but yeah. But like, people saw it. They're like, I am. I want to like this, but the more I see of it, I don't like it. Yeah, I've heard that too. I'm surprised. Like he's, in a, I, he's in a video game. Yeah, it's basically he's in a video game. He's a he's a he's a nobody in a video game. And yeah. yeah, he just yeah. I mean, it could be cute. And so. he realizes he comes he becomes aware. He's like, oh, this is all a video game. Hmm. We will see what happens with it. So I don't know. What do you think this whole the Green Knight is? That's such an interesting cover, right? Yeah. Oh, just so you know, Pinocchio is going to be uh, Goldero. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's going to actually be a stop motion version. Ooh, kind of like Kubo and the Two Strings. Maybe. Um, uh, it's going to have Ewan McGregor as Jiminy Cricket. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's going to break out uh, his song when you wish upon a star. See that? That's my dad's movie. My dad. David David Bradley's going to be Geppetto. Yeah, see, that's my dad's movie. What he saw when he was a kid, like, it brings him to tears every time he watches it. Tilda Swindlin? 
Tilda Swinton? For me, I'm more of a Peter Pan person. John Tentoro? Kate Blanchett? I'm also, I'm kind of concerned about that cast, if they're going to make it to... Here's the interesting thing, though. It is actually a lifelong passion project of his. And ironically, even though it says it's coming to theaters, it's actually a Netflix studio production. Okay. Yeah. It's not... This particular version is not the Disney version. So it's like uh, Snow White and the, and, the, and the Huntsman, right? PG-13 for Pinocchio. Hmm. This might be a sleeper wowser. That, again, it's on Netflix. What do you do? Not watch it? I mean, come on. It's Netflix. You're, you're going to watch it. Don't fool yourself. You're not but if I have to like pull money out of my pocket to see yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Well, you're pulling money out of your pocket. You just never see it. It's invisible. <laughs> so wait, the Green well, King. You also have Connected here also. I don't know what that is. All right. So the Green King is it's a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. I, I don't know Arthur? that. I guess, yeah. I don't know much about Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. But yeah, medieval time period piece, not really much is known. Mm. It could be good. I don't, I don't know a whole heck of a lot about it. It's Studios A24. With honor, when honor was everything. When I mean, it looks like courage made kings. That could be good. It could be, but it's it's again, it's like a small little studio, but it could be something. We'll have to see. I, I just need them. Oh, wait, wait. It popped up. With the trailer, yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of – it looks like a period piece, you know, like a serious period piece. I'm not against it. Uh, you know, the, the Game of Thrones-esque time of uh, – kind of uh, uh, the time when honor was uh, everything. Yeah, I mean it, it looks like a very nice period piece, piece film with some – maybe some good battle scenes. Well, it's, and, it's been a while since we see like knights in armor, you know, chivalry and all that other stuff. Yeah, and not something stupid like a remake of a remake of Robin Hood, you know, with or, with, or, <laughs> or a know. remake of King Arthur where he's not even like really King Arthur. Yeah, so I I think it could be interesting. I think it'd be a good story. There's <laughs> a lot. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's always a lot of entertainment. We're not going to be yeah, definitely a low budget period piece. Oh, who is that guy? I know that actor. <laughs> I don't you recognize. watch the puppet show where the puppet loses his head and all the kids freak out. You know, oh, yeah, 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 him fighting demons. Yeah. I love it. Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. This could be interesting. I'm not against it. I'm not. A, I'm not against it. So it could be. It could be a very interesting uh, little take on 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 a move a show. But who is that guy with the beard and the mustache? I know he looks familiar, doesn't he? He does. That looks cool. I will. I will admit that does look kind of cool. Don't know yeah. anything about. You gotta give me. You gotta give me a, a. It's been too long since we've done Camelot, Excalibur, correct? Yeah. Yeah. This could be. This could be decent. I mean, except with demons. Obviously, there weren't any demons in those stories. But you know, I'm good with that. But there is a huge list. I know you guys are gonna go um, look at this list as well. 
um, and make your own choices. Of course, if you have feedback or information on any of the movies that we gave that you want to give us, you know what? You guys are so totally wrong. We hate you all forever. Um, let us <laughs> we know. Right yet. That's no, the we... fun part about this. This is what I like about this one. We are going to be so completely wrong about this. Yes, and we will bring it up, as always, in the episodes during the month when things come out. We can see some results. We will come back to this list and say we were right or wrong as the best Gold of our members. Sing. Uh, what was the other one that we thought that was going to just completely tank and we actually enjoyed? Oh. Sing. There was one third one, too. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it was. But, yeah, there was at least three. It's at least three. And who yeah. knows? The Boss Baby 2 could take it all, and we would be so Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So and it's, sure. this time, after 2020, we go into 2021, everything's topsy-turvy. It could really be. Absolutely. Well, as always, guys... When you go to the theaters, whether you actually go see movies in theaters or click on the link that says all the streaming movies that are coming in 2021, (laughs) which, by the way, half of the movies I mentioned, well, maybe not half, but a third, are also going to HBO Max directly. So the numbers are going to be all over the place for next year because a lot of movie producers, movie studios and producers and directors just went with, you know what? We have the film in the can. All we have to do is some editing work, maybe some final shoots, and then release this. Well, let's not even put it in theaters. Let's just put it on a streaming service, make the little bit less money, but it'll be there forever, and everybody will watch it forever and ever, and, and let's just go that route. A lot of studios are going that direction. You know, I'm How not against it. I say bravo. I mean, I'm not only saying that because I already have HBO Max, but like... Well, I'm saying it too because I have HBO Max as well. <laughs> but, but, you know, bravo. Hey. I tip my hat to Warner Brothers and yeah. uh, Time Warner and say, you know what? You guys did the right thing. Yeah. No, absolutely, and you're gonna get the you're gonna get the people liking you because of it. So let us know your thoughts on all the exciting movies that are coming out in the future. I mean, we all want to hear your thoughts on it, of course. And just remember that if you aren't excited about the movies for this year, just remember that in 2022 you'll have Thor: Love or Thunder and the Sesame Street movie. So it's okay. <laughs> Oh, and as well as the Batman. The Batman. Batman. Like the Suicide Squad. You know, I mean, there are things coming out that you can look forward to, you know? And of course, as always, another godforsaken Transformers movie and another godforsaken (laughs) Jurassic World movie. Because why the heck not? So if 2021 bores you, we'll be back for 2022. And it'll disappoint you even more (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of not being disappointed ernie if you would please sir peace out peace out everybody we will see you guys at home and not at the theater and that's another episode of two nerds and a joke follow robert and ernie on instagram twitter facebook and subscribe to their YouTube channel.